right, riddle me this, Kev. What's one of the first upgrades you should do to your vehicle? What is it? What do you go for? Well, you might think power, but ultimately, from a smart and safe perspective, definitely the brakes. Yeah, no doubt. Upgraded braking systems can really transform a vehicle's performance and honestly give you better peace of mind behind the wheel in any situation. You know, from the track to off-road trails, even the morning commute, every single vehicle deserves performance brakes at an affordable price. And no matter what your vehicle or driving style, PowerStop has complete brake upgrade kits for you. So head to PowerStop.com, fill in your vehicle's information into their easy-to-use brake finder to be matched with complete kits and components that are low-dust, noise-free, and feature upgraded stopping power. That's right. You could join the thousands of other drivers that have already transformed their vehicle into a stopping powerhouse today with PowerStop. PowerStop.com, brake upgrades made easy. Welcome to Two Guys Garage Podcast, a production of iHeartRadio and Britain Productions. It's the Two Guys Garage Podcast. He is Kevin Bird. I am Willie B. We are fired up today, man. Today it's all about that finishing touch. You know, today it's about the difference between the men and the boys. <laughs> so when you get into a car... Right, and there's a few items that tend to stick out that make your build and your ride and your, you know, your classic car or your modern interpretation, you know, just a little bit different, a little bit, you know, well, just tighter and nicer and cleaner. And that is the gauge cluster, right? The the instrument panel, whether it's from the factory and still in fantastic shape, or you've had like our guest, you know, John McLeod, who's coming on a little bit later, does with classic instruments. Man, he makes these things pop. And I mean, I'm straight Mike Tyson left hook pop, bird. Like it's a it's a it's unreal what these things look like after you get this in your ride. Well, let's just face it, man. It's the jewelry for your ride. Right? I mean, think about it. When you get all dressed up, man, you put on that fancy watch. That's your signature. Man, that's what you're walking out the door with, you know? Not only does it look sharp, it's popping, it's bringing all the style that you want, whatever, you know, colors and type of needle and background and everything else. You know, it's a precision instrument as well, man. It's bringing you things. So that instrument cluster is not only, you know, the, the jewelry, right? The accessorizing on your vehicle. It's the most important information you're going to get about your car, man. What's my RPM? Yeah. What's my oil temp? Am I running boost? I mean, you name it. These are <laughs> yeah. all the things that you're staring at. So do you want to look at a bunch of old gauges, you know, wobbling around, not working, not reading the correct numbers, you know, when you're pegging your, you know, water temp or maybe uh, you're not quite sure about your oil temp because it's in some range, hey, you know? Hey, man, how many times, how many times you, you flick your gauges? Are you a gauge flicker? Because there, there is still one car in my arsenal of the, all the cars I have that I got to do the... Yeah, I gotta, you know, I gotta pop it. Uh, hey, come on, come on, come on. Oh, come absolutely. On. <laughs> <It'll> work, work. <laughs> you know, it's not reading the right volts or old bread. <laughs> yeah. If you ever replace your, your gauges on an old car, they're either A, lying to you. Right. Or you're flicking, tapping on them <laughs> to get them to work. Or they're just dead, you know, stuck on one end or the other. And yeah. uh, you, you just pretend that everything <laughs> is okay, right? Right, exactly, man. It, it, you know, it happens more often than not. You know, gauges get fatigued, they wear, well, especially a lot of the old mechanical gauges um and it's interesting because you know being a mopar fan 
they did some really weird, weird things with their, you know, just with their whole cluster. You know, they ran a bunch of, you know, power to feed all the inside through the ammeter, and it made it really weird. And a lot of times, just the wiring, how they tied everything in and, you know, put it in, in phase. And it's just, it's really odd. And when one of them goes, you kind of have this trickle effect that you know all of a sudden a couple others go and the lights start going you're smacking the dash trying to find you to get it to blink or turn on short in you know you're <laughs> like what's going on man uh and it's not just you know it's funny because it's it's as you progress in 60s muscle cars and in the 70s and 80s you know gauges just got worse it seemed like you know instead of telling you a, a temperature a number right it would just give you eh, somewhere between you know c and h <laughs> you know, you got this progression. You got a gauge, you know, a good working gauge. Then you got an old gauge. Then you have this range, you know, and then you have the idiot light, right? You know, which is the absolute worst because right, you're yeah. like, I don't even know if it works. It's never come on. Does it come on because yeah. the, does it not come on because the bulb is gone? You know, so am I running around over damping or low on oil pressure? I mean, it's the worst thing you can have. You can't even tell, you know, if you're good or bad. Yeah, man. And we get up in the morning and we could, you know, we could kind of give a, a sort of diagnosis of how we feel, you know, as we sashay in and grab a cup of coffee to get everything moving and rolling. In your car, man, you may hear something a little bit off, but it's really the gauges that provide that data, that information. Um, and, you know, you all of a sudden see, hey, all of a sudden the car's running hot. Maybe my electric fan's not coming on or all of a sudden, you know, it's it's weird. I, you know, I lost oil pressure. It's maybe, you know, there's a, a bearing that's, you know, spinning or, you know, you got something, you know, low on oil, you're leaking this or the coolant temperature, you know, you got it pegged over and hot. Like all of a sudden all this stuff that is there to inform you starts acting a muck, acting a fool. You don't know if it's right or wrong or the car's right or right. You got this info saying it's wrong. You know, it's really weird how it breaks down sometimes, but getting that data to you when it's correct, precise, and you could rely on it is critical. I don't know about you, but I get anxiety. If I'm in a, you know, legit ride and uh, if I can't at least kind of watch my gauges periodically or at least once things are rolling, maybe I'm on a track, maybe I'm, you know, deep going onto a, a road trip or whatever it is, just be able to scan down and go, oh, everything is good. I can just have a great time now, right? But when, when you don't have the information, you're just sitting in the back of your head going, well, it's three more hours to where I'm going or you know whatever it is and you're thinking, I don't know. Is my fan working? <laughs> do, do I have a leak in my radiator? Is you know, Could anything be going wrong right now? And obviously yeah, when you're performance driving, I mean, you got to be, you know, checking that oil gauge, where's your shift points, I mean, all that good stuff. So one of the most yeah. critical things you can have on your car. So I tell you what, why don't we take a quick break? Let's bring John the man from Classic yeah. Instruments to really give us the ins and outs on, you know, where gauges have gone, right? Because we went from analog to electronics. And so where are we in the world of, you know, trying to piece these things together from an old hot rod with, you know, new LS swaps and coyote swaps and hemis and yeah. everything else? Like, how does this even work now? What's what's at our fingertip and what are our options? Because uh, Well, if you don't know classic instruments, then hey, you don't know what's going on in this world because these guys are on the forefront of changing how we just interpret all that info, how we get it, and the aesthetics, the look of, of that. So let's take a break. We'll be right back. It's Kevin Bird. It's Willie B. It's the Two Guys Garage Podcast. Back in just a minute.
It's the Two Guys Rod Podcast. He is Kevin Bird. I am Willie B. And my man, John McLeod, joins us this afternoon. John, thanks so much for taking the time. Just talk to us, man. Tell us what's going on at Classic Instruments. And I, I swear, I see you guys at SEMA. I'm a big fan. I've had you on my radio show before. Dude, when it comes to gauges, not just the information they're providing, but how nice and how just the fit and finish, the package when it's all said and done, dude, you're doing just top tier, top notch. You're you're it, man. You are the man. <laughs> Thanks, Willie. I appreciate it. Oh, hi, Kevin. How are you doing? And it, it it's just been an amazing ride, and it's really been so much fun working with the the builders, uh, the guys and gals in their garage. They're they're what drive us, and it's really how our new products come out about what we're not presently doing in technology with the, all the OEMs, what they're building, the new Hemis, the, the new every the new blower motors, everything that's going on keeps pushing us further and further uh, to push ourselves into technology. And, and then you gotta make them look good. But what looks good to me might be different to you or somebody else. So that's really where the custom shop came in and that's what drives our new products. And that's it's been the ride. Well, let's talk about some of your new products. Right out of the gate, one of my big questions would be, for a guy that is restoring a hot rod, a street car, that he's you know, going to do a little, maybe a trip down to Mexico, if you know what I mean, on a, on a weekend night and uh, bang a little bit, or he just wants some, some steam under the hood, what would you recommend, the old mechanical or electrical gauges? Which do you feel like is the route to go? And kind of give us well, the why. It's, it's definitely the new electronic gauge. Um, the mechanical world, we quit building mechanical gauges, and it's been somewhere around 20 years ago. Um, yeah. Technology, just, it just passed it by. I mean, it had a great purpose at the time, but now we've moved past that. And now with the new motors, with the LS motors, which is now the most popular, I mean, it's really taken over the 350 Chevy is now an LS. Um, oh, yeah. I still like the 350s and a lot of the hot rodders still do, but a lot of guys and gals are going back and forth. And what's nice about the electronics is they work with both. Um, the mechanical ones, you're really going to struggle to get anything to work uh, with the motor and then throw in the transmission, which is now tied in with speed control on how the motor works and all of that. So mix those two things together. Uh, and it's really uh, the mechanical world is almost obsolete. Um, so now with the electronic world, it's at your fingertips. Now you can do anything you want and you can switch between them. Some guys, they can only afford a small block Chevy at this point, but they know that LS is coming. Then that 4L60E, they'll right, call right. up Mark Bowler, Bowler Transmission to get that transmission going. And now all my gauges don't work. That's where our custom shop comes in. They want it to look old. So we have to pull all those mechanical movements out and put electronics in. It's really the only way to do it now. So how does somebody make that switch? Like walk walk a customer through. They've, they've got their small black Chevy, right? They want their gauges in. Uh, and you said you can kind of go back and forth between like an LS setup and an old school uh, yeah, based absolutely. on how you connect them up. So how does that work? Um, standard temperature sender, will, temperature and oil are usually the most two common things that guys and gals have to have. Um, and that sensor can be moved between motors. Uh, some of the guys prefer to use the sensors that are in the engine. We kind of lean a little different way. I like the separate having the two different pieces. So that's kind of how the design that we've gone through. But the computer, the ECUs or whichever you're using, they have some information that we use. We get the speed signal from it and we get the tax signal from it. It's readily available. You just tap into it and our new gauges just plug directly into it. 
So you can have that same gauge. And with a sending unit change, you can go between a 350 and any LS order. Uh, transmissions, the old 350, wow. 400 transmissions or C6 or, you know, for your Ford guys, you know, that we get, we supply a pulse generator that go, goes where the cable used to. Well, the new electronic transmissions don't have that. So they have a pulse that comes out. So we just read that pulse and then we run it through that. Again, same gauge, just plug it in and go. That's, that's huge for a lot of people that are, right, uh, just like you said, thinking about upgrading or even worried that they might want to upgrade. I'm not sure if I'm going to be happy with this, but you can go ahead and get those gauges and you can get that information in front of your face. So you don't hurt any of your equipment, right? And it looks great. And I tell you what, go to any car show. I mean, just go to any cars and coffee any, and just walk in and put your head in people's windows and look inside at their gauges. And I mean, tell me if you don't walk away from scoping out a few different ones, which ones just pop and you remember forever and which ones you just kind of go, eh, whatever, yeah. you know? It, it's quite contrasting. It's definitely important. Yeah. yeah, and the great thing that John does is he can incorporate like boost technology. A lot of guys running turbos, superchargers. You know, you're looking at an old boost gauge. Well, if you got that old dash cluster and you're going, well, God, is there any way I can get boost data info um, in some of these older gauges? Well, they could take an old gauge cluster and make one of them a, a boost controller so you can see how much boost you're running in, in the old gauge. So it looks like, you know, it looks like something that came from the factory in your 1970 Dodge Charger. But in reality, it's giving you how much boost you're making and stuff like that. So you can get direct fit gauge sets. There's different universal gauge sets that he has that people can, you know, kind of incorporate their own dash and set that up and mock up. But really, they do it all with the latest in data and in, in that interpretation, how you consume that from the driver's seat, which is really cool. One of the really uh, cool things we've been doing a lot of lately um, has been the, the old amp gauges. Uh, uh, most of all of our uh, late 60s, early 70 cars had an amp gauge in it. And now we're all running one wire alternators or some kind of high output alternator in something. And that 30 amp yeah. gauge just is not going to cut it. I mean, you got to do a lot of work to get it to, to, to work. So we've been taking the old amp gauges and putting a volt gauge behind it, making it read like an amp gauge. So anything that's charging above 13 or anything below uh, is not charging. And so everything looks original, but it's actually a volt gauge behind it. And that has really been a huge <laughs> success. And when you look at it, you, you wouldn't know anything different. Sneaky, right? That's been a, that's been a fun. And it gets that great big 10 gauge solid wire that runs up to the car that people have, you know, once it starts out and it just burns everything, uh, it gets rid of all of that. And it just works just like a standard volt gauge. Wow. Well, that's the, that's the amazing thing. Like when you think about gauges and anybody that's thinking about upgrading, you're not stuck with what you have. It's not replacing what you have. Like, you know, how many pods do you have in there? You know, maybe you have a Speedo. Maybe you don't even have a tack. Maybe you don't have an oil pressure or whatever. You can configure any way you want. And you can get, uh, you know, one of your larger diameter gauges with multiple gauges inside. So maybe you only had three spots. Well, now you could get up to six or seven, you know, whatever. However many you needed. Uh, even if you had limited space, you don't have to cut a bunch of additional holes. So there's so many different ways to configure exactly the information that you want. Maybe you weren't ever giving it, giving it to begin with, but you can yeah. get it. Uh, and then the styles, right? You can pick out all kinds of styles. Oh it's man, amazing. some of the script they have on the gauges, some of the numbers, the numerical just look of it, some of the things they do and package it up 
with the the faces of the gauges having that sort of antique kind of you know aged look but they're providing all the 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 newest data on your car and and on your engine man it is so slick to see a car that's finished out like that and have it tricked out like that is man that's like just a notch above and you you and i both know kev where like where's the worst place you've ever put an oil pressure gauge or a tack you know, sometimes they're down below the ashtray, right? right. Sometimes they're, they're over, you know, on the left-hand side. Like, where my old pro- Oh, you know, you got to lean some awkward spot to see where your, your tack is. You know, I've seen cars like that all the time. That's the original texting and driving, you know? You're, right. you're looking down somewhere. Where's, where's, that, where's that gauge? Oh, dang it, I was in a tree. You know? Real estate really becomes important. I mean, where things fit and how they go. And that's probably our largest challenge in the custom shop is because now everybody's putting so much stuff. I mean, it's the XM radios, it's the ECUs, it's the air conditioning units, it's the brakes up under the dash. Real estate is really getting piled in these cars. And so we have to get very, very creative. And so we continue to make things smaller and put more technology uh, inside of a smaller package. And that's, that's another thing that drives us here a bunch is how can we make it smarter and smaller? Well, speaking of yeah, yeah. new technology, did I not see or hear that you guys have OLED screens? Yes. We just launched into the OLED world. And our when we launched in our performance, when we see we launched a little over 3,000 gauges in the race business. Uh, and we decided that OLED was a really good feature because it had some things that you can't do with a, you know, like adding KPH, uh, the trip odometer and things like that. And you could do it with an OLED because it looked old school and you could still make the odometer roll. So we stepped into that world and it wow. just, yeah, it's been a home run. <laughs> Dude, they have them for your Mustang too, Bird. Oh, uh, I got to check out. It. Yeah. Uh, yeah, man. I got a, <laughs> you know? I got a new project uh, coming together. And so yeah, gauges will be on my list. So I will, I will have to go scan oh, your man. latest it, and greatest. It's funny. Cause one of my buddies, you know, on those first gen chargers, they have such a, a really cool green. It came in two variations, but the the luminescent kind of green is is so eerie and unique. Um, when I was asking around, some of the Mopar fans, somebody told me about John, and and I actually reached out to him at, at Seaman. I was like, dude, I gotta, I need to talk to you because they're the only people that I've ever heard of being able to redo those old clusters like that. So he's going to get my wide body gauges at one point in time. I've been telling him for years he's going to get it. I got it all boxed up. But it, it's it's going to make a difference. I'm just waiting for what I what all I need on, in the final, the final product. But I'll tell you, we, we got to take a break now. But when we come back, maybe you should talk about that, John, because a lot of people probably aren't aware that there's several ways that you guys uh, at Classic Instruments can either receive their gauge cluster, their dash, rewire it, incorporate new technology into the old dash and send it back something that's totally reworked and redone. Um, so let's take a break. And if you don't mind, how about getting into that when we come back? Sure. Sounds great. All right, man. It's the Two Guys Garage Podcast. He is Kevin Bird. I am Willie B. We're back in just a minute. It's the Two Guys Garage Podcast. He is Kevin Bird. I am Willie B. We appreciate you guys being here. So here's the deal. John McLeod. Go check out this, this website, ClassicInstruments.com. Now, this is your home base, man. These are the guys that really put your ride over the top. And you know what I mean? Sometimes you get in a car and you're expecting top-tier stuff, right? And then you see a 
oil gauge down there by your right knee, tacks up there on the dash of the steering column. You got a volt gauge hanging somewhere, you know, duct taped off the you know, gear shifter or something. You got, you know, it's just weird randomness. And some guys, my brother, I hope he's not listening, horrible when it comes to that. He's horrible. <laughs> He'll shove gauges. In any corner, any any place he can, man. Hell, I, I drove one of his cars one time. This is a fast car. The old gauge is in the passenger floorboard. You just pick it up and look at it. I'm like, what's going on? <laughs> so John is the man. He's the finishing touch when it comes to these cars and these rides. He can put your ride over the top. And when I mean over the top, I mean imagine how beautiful a 57 Chevy Dash is, right? Imagine if you could take a 57 Chevy Dash and incorporate all the latest technology into it, whether it's boost, temp, you know, your volts, your oil, everything you normally have. But what about, you know, updating the gauges inside that cluster to make it look like it was from the factory, but it has all the new technology. And that's what these guys are really fantastic at. So, John, is it something that you guys... Would you believe you get most of your demographic, most of your people sending you the entire gauge package and cluster and saying, yo, you got to fix this? Or is it something that, that you guys kind of build for them? Oh, it's definitely driven by the customer. And that's our custom shop or what we call the ICU, the instrument customization unit. It's really a different, complete mindset when we're working with these clients. They, they know what they're building. They have this vision and it's not available to buy you know, through the catalogs. Um, so right. they they ship us the cluster and they'll do, they'll start with the crayon drawing, literally a napkin and a crayon drawing saying, can I do this? I want it to look this old school look, but I need that boost gauge in it. I actually want a volt gauge in it, not an amp or whatever the case may be. And like you were talking about the craziness that Chrysler did, you get into Oldsmobile and Buicks and some of those old ones. And I mean, the, the chrome plating inside, the way they spun things, but they want it, they want that look and feel, but they need it to work with their new modern motor. And that's where the ICU team comes in. And we literally start from napkin and go to an actually 3D rendering. Then we go to a proof process. To the, We take it to the art staff. We have two guys that, that work strictly on only the arts. So we do all the drawing. Wow. The customer signs off. We put a number on it. They agree. And then we start building. And that's been a... We started wow. that. It all started with George Boutique. Oh, my God. I know George well. Yeah, man. Bonneville, Salt Flat, Mayhem, man, dude. I love that guy. The he, Blowfish. He, he, I ran into him at Louisville, at, at Kentucky at Louisville. I didn't know George from the Man on the Moon, and he just came up. It was a 44. He said, hey, I need this 44, and I need to do this. I want this colors, and I want it to do this. Can you do it? And I'd like, yeah, we can do that, never knowing what we what, what was that was possible. And that's where it started. Now we have a full staff, all the CNC equipment, water jets, three axis mills, um, 3D printers. And now that's, I mean, we wow. have a full team. That's all they do is one-off gauges. Yeah, and if you guys, if you haven't been privy to, you know, what you can do with your instrument cluster, get on their website and check out a lot of their photos. I mean, you'll be mind blown, right? Because yeah, we've all been in an old car. We've oh, seen, unreal. you know, an old gauge and a new gauge. Whoop-de-doo. But, man, when you see, like you talked about, the vision, right? Some of these builders, uh, you know, at SEMA's and, and other big car events, I mean, they have vision. They have, you know, the art background and, and the, the, you know, the theme that's going on and, and how it all comes together. And you get on their website and check out all the different amazing, amazing, I mean, these are pieces of art, right? 
in my mind, oh. that's just artwork. It's it's crazy. And then have yeah, the man. function that goes with it, just super cool. And like you said, you the know, new technology. We, we always like to build a gauge that works. I mean, we get asked to do some things that, you know, wouldn't work. And that's that's no fun. We like to make it work. But you get some of these guys are going for the Riddler, the Grand National Roadster Show, the Amber Award. And I mean, that's that's the the next level. The Troy Trepaniers, the Bobby Alloways, the Alan Johnsons. And they just, this vision is just amazing. And being able to work with them side by side and watch that vision get created, it's it, we even impress ourselves sometimes. I mean, you sit back and go, wow, that, that, that really is cool. Um, every one of them is the next level. Yeah, I've been just scanning through these. Yeah, dude, you're probably looking at the same thing I've seen, the autocross gray and yellow, the the G-Stock, the different styles you know that he has and shows. Plus, not to mention, especially when you get into these old cars, being able to keep some of that old nostalgic kind of look but have all the new data that it's providing and the functionality all be there like it was from the factory. It's like, wow, man, how do you – because to make that work and function – but still have aesthetically the same look as it did from 1970 or 66 or whatever is, man, what a difficult task that is. And to see the finished product, like they do everything, man, from, like you said, the performance and the race car stuff to really these top-tier Riddler-type builds. I don't know, man. I can pick up a set of those triple Sun Pros at Napa, you know, just slap them up there on the <laughs> dash with all the wire and the cables coming out the back. It'll be fine. You get some pros at Walmart. <laughs> uh, what, what's so fun about that is that, and, and that custom world, that's really, it also drives our direct fit gauges. I mean, from starting with George Boutique's 44, we've got so much request to do these custom one-offs. We started building a standard 44. We, you know, what would Henry Ford have done if, if this was all available back in 1940? And that's how we created the direct fit that now you can go to Summit or Jags and order. And so you can have that custom look, but it's it's more standard if standards, if you can use standard there. But it comes with all that great stuff, but it's from doing so many customs. We'll still do a custom one if you want to add that blower gauge or you want to do the red, white, and blue colors. But now there's it's like seven different options that are off the shelf that you can have next day delivered from Summit. That's insane when you think about it, man. Just nuts. And why don't you tell us a little bit about, you know, I know if you go to your website, and I recommend everybody do, uh, it's classicinstruments.com. Uh, you could find or shop Classic Instruments to get you right there with the goods. Um, talk a little bit about, you know, everything from your Dash insert kits, which which are really cool. I saw some from Mopar, um, some of the different gauge upgrades that you guys are available to do, and some of the individual gauges because I'm sure sometimes you get a call and somebody, they just want one item, but they, they need it to be, you know, absolutely pristine, perfect, and, and work. So run through a couple of these other things that you guys have on your website that I think people would find interesting. Sure, yeah, anything from a single gauge, and now we'll do everything from brake pressure to oil pressure. Uh, from oil temperature to transmission temperature. We tried to go across the gamut. We added two and five eighths. We have 90 degree sweep and two and five eighths uh, with full sweep. So the different sizes, depending on what fits. Um, and, and then our biggest thing with our kits, what are kind of our kits that will fit everything. Our goal is to always have the complete kit. A lot of, a lot of our competitors don't put everything in it. And so we just wanted, we really talked to the customer that's working on the weekend in his garage and he wants to get his, you know, wants to get his car done. 
So we made sure everything was in there. We're a big believer in having everything you need to install it and building an instruction manual that you can follow. Um, instructions? Man, yeah. instructions? I'm not seeing. <laughs> <laughs> well, and my, everybody told me I was crazy, but every catalog that I've ever printed since I've been at Classic Instruments has my personal cell number in it. And all my buddies told me I was crazy. I said, no, any customer, anytime when they're working on the car, if they need something, my cell number is in the catalog. Call me, I'll help you. And it, nice, it's man. just that customer service. That's, yeah. we believe that there's a lot of really good gauge companies out there. They're making good products. They have their own ideas and there's some good people out there making good products. How we can make ourselves different is one, design. We try to design a better looking gauge than anybody else. And two, and most importantly, customer service. You gotta over-serve your customers. Yeah, man. And obviously some of the LED lighting that you're incorporating into the gauges, the different colors, uh, the fact that you guys have an LED, you know, dimming switch that you could actually, you know, you, you know how cool that is, man. You get in there and you can tweak the lights just a little bit, man. So they're real low key, but they have that cool green look or something like that. Or if you need, you know, if you're out driving and, you know, you want to strike up a little run on, on a weeknight, you could turn them up so you could get everything crystal clear uh, and light up the inside of your car. It's really you guys definitely create an ambiance in there that that a lot of people always dream of having, but just don't know how to get to it. You gotta be able to turn them down if you're yeah. gonna do that cannonball run. You know, you're going <laughs> stealth mode. <laughs> or, or it comes from some of us getting a little bit more yeah. gray hair and we can't quite see as well, and so we need a little bit more light to see it. Well, then you gotta turn them up. Yeah, <laughs> crank those babies up, right? <laughs> you need control, man. How long have you been doing this, John? Um, so Frank Haddock, Frank and Shirley Haddock started the company and we bought the company oh, about 20 years ago now. I have to look, but it's been about 20 years and moved it up to Michigan. Wow. And then we just started going. I mean, in our, the biggest thing that we did, Tom Gale, I mean, you both know who Tom Gale is. I mean, and when Tom was at Chrysler at the time, um, he had a design. I ended up meeting him and becoming friends with him. And I asked him to help design a new gauge. And that's where the All-American Series started. And that, that was the next level for Classic Instruments. That's really what when we started making things happen. Um, and Tom just said, we have to win by design, just like he did at Chrysler. I mean, the Viper, the Prowler, the PT Cruiser. I mean, that's what put Chrysler ahead of everybody, even when they weren't as big. And so we took the same approach. And if you look at our logo, Tom designed that logo, which he designed the Chrysler logo you'll see some similarities. John, run down your social sites where people would find out more info and details uh, before we wrap things up here. Uh, of course, we're on Facebook, Twitter. Uh, we can call us at 1-800-575-0461 and classicinstruments.com. There you go, man. If you're in need of anything to do with your instruments, just to upgrade, you know, to the next level, your fit and finish inside. There's a reason these guys are called the finishing touch. When you see a car with classic instruments, you know, handiwork in it, you just understand. So go check them out. Go, to, you know, do your due diligence. Uh, shop around. You won't find anybody any better guaranteed. So, John, we thank you wholeheartedly for your time. Uh, and keep on doing what you've been doing, man. You just, you guys are doing top notch stuff out there. I love to see it. I love it. When a, you know, look at it and see it just everything you guys every time i hit your website there's something new so i applaud you man keep up the great work 
Thank you. And I appreciate you both, Kevin and Willie. I appreciate being on the show. Love, love, love you guys, what you're doing. And I uh, just want everybody to be safe out there. Right on, man. All right, Thank man. Thank you, John. Hey, don't forget about our TV show, Aaron on Weekends on the Motor Trend Network. Check your local listings. Episodes also now streaming on Motor Trend On Demand, which is a great resource to find us. Thanks to our guest, John McLeod of Classic Instruments. My man, Kevin Bird. I'm Willie B., our producer of Scoop. And our executive producer is Bob Ecker. Yeah, and don't forget to check out our website, twoguysgarage.com. We got all kinds of great automotive content down there. Everything about the show. And we're everywhere on social, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, at Two Guys Garage. Now, Two Guys Garage podcast, it's a copyright, 2020, Britain Productions Incorporated, all rights reserved. All right, we'll see you guys on the next Two Guys Garage podcast. Take care. Two Guys Garage podcast is a production of iHeartRadio and Britain Productions. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows.